Welcome to Leave Your Mark, where I explore the influences that have shaped the lives of our incredible guests. These are the stories of lives worth talking about. Follow me on Twitter at Built by Scott and Instagram at King O'Pain, or link up with me on my Facebook fan page at Scott G. Livingston. My goal is to create a community of people who take every opportunity to live high-performing lives. Before I get started on today's podcast, I want to take a moment to connect you with my sponsor, ReconditioningHQ.com. Reconditioning is now completely virtual. This amazing operating system that brings the worlds of therapy and performance together in one powerful package can now be digested from the comfort of your home or personal workspace. Reconditioning is about unleashing the human in human performance. It's about understanding why you or your clients are not performing or living your best life and giving you and your clients the skills for optimal performance. Our courses, R1 Foundations and R2 Designs take you through a complete process in assessment and intervention. Our Reconditioning Specialist Mentorship pulls everything together in your operating context, and our landmark program, Empower You, helps you navigate your own life so you can be your very best. For more information about reconditioning courses and programs, head over to reconditioninghq.com and use the coupon code LYM50 for $50 off the price of any one of our empowering courses. Hello and welcome to Leave Your Mark. I'm Scott Livingston, and this is the Sunday Remarks um, session. I'm doing one of these every Sunday. Uh, it's a solo session, just talking about uh, insights from my career and stories, uh, the things that I've learned from different people uh, through conversation. Hopefully, some of that is of value to the listener, uh, helps you through maybe a difficult time. Uh, this week, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the idea around mental health and uh, and support. Um, it was Bell Let's Talk Week this week, and uh, last Thursday was Bell Let's Talk Day. And if you're not Canadian, that's a um, special uh, day of the year where our biggest provider of uh, cell service and phone service in Canada, Bell Canada, provides or does a, a thing called Bell Let's Talk. And if you hashtag Bell Let's Talk in your texts, your tweets, uh, they donate uh, money for every tweet or text that has that in it that um, basically is for research and support in mental health. And it was... Um, just kind of ironic that this past week I had released a podcast interview with myself and Sheldon Surrey, who is a NHL defenseman that I worked with with Montreal Canadiens. And Shelley uh, had had an illustrious career, many injuries. I had supported some of his uh, reconditioning from some of those injuries. And he'd been challenged by a lot of stuff. And then at the end of his career, got into um, using uh, prescription drugs to sort of uh, mask uh, psychological pain that he was dealing with with the end of his career and some of the physical pain he was dealing with from some of the injuries and got addicted to some of those drugs and, and had to go into rehab to manage that. And he talked quite frankly about that in the podcast. And, um, you know, it, it happened that we we did that podcast and I released it the same week as Bill Let's Talk. And I also sort of had my own reflections within the conversation about some of the things that we'd experienced together and recognized uh, that we all go through difficult things. And I wanted to circle back on that since that was the week and and just reflect on uh, some learnings from my own career. And 
if I go back just before, uh, you know, I actually met Sheldon, I was working for the New York Rangers and uh, I worked for them for two years. The first season of which was uh, the 99-2000 uh, season, which was actually the year after Wayne Gretzky retired. And the following year, um, we failed to make the playoffs. Our goaltender, Mike Richter, was injured. Um, our coaching staff was uh, fired and the GM that had hired me was released as well, Neil Smith. And um, Glenn Sather came in and took over and brought Mark Messier back and um, um, Theo Fleury was signed. And it was quite an interesting year. Um, I actually witnessed um, Kevin Stevens, who was a player with the in the National League for a long time, great, great human being, but he uh, struggled with drug use and um, alcohol abuse uh, and was very deeply challenged by that and at one point uh, sort of fell off the wagon when we were in St. Louis. And that was the first time I ever experienced, you know, the the NHL um, doctors coming in and managing some of the, the issues around that. And Kevin, um, actually, there's a, a interesting documentary you can look up on YouTube about Kevin Stevens' career. And, uh, you know, he's quite honest about what he's gone through and uh, a worthwhile watch for sure. So I witnessed that and I was going through my own struggles. I, uh, you know, had been challenged by the workload and uh, some relationship issues, uh, was deep into a separation and uh, divorce from my my uh, wife at the time, and uh, this is in the sort of near the end of the season of 2001, so the 2000 2001 season, and we weren't going to make the playoffs that year as well. And then I had a car accident. Um, I was kind of living on my own. I'd um, left and was, you know, it's kind of a ramshackle little apartment that uh, turned out to be roach infested and struggled with a whole bunch of things around that and living by myself. And um, come the end of the season, um, I get a call and get invited down and get uh, released from my contract with um, by Glenn Sather. And I, you know, sort of roam around uh, New York for the summer, um, take a Pilates course, and then I discover this opportunity to go uh, to the Montreal Canadiens. When I go to the Canadiens, I, when I start working with the Canadiens, the first week I'm there um, is 9-11, and uh, the two buildings uh, come down in front of my eyes. I'd, I'd been up those buildings, um, and at the same time, we find out that our captain, Saku Koivu, uh, has cancer, and actually do some work with uh, Chris Carmichael, who was Lance Armstrong's uh, training coach at the time. Uh, Chris was giving me some insight as the strength conditioning coach with Saku on how Lance had come back from cancer. And at that time, Lance was still quite revered uh, in the sports marketplace. And so, you know, this was quite an interesting opportunity to discuss things with his trainer and and then Sheldon was with the team that year. And the reason I tell this story is because Sheldon, you know, I, I started to get to know Sheldon and Sheldon near the end of the year broke his wrist. And so we had uh, Sheldon, Saku coming back from cancer. Um, another defenseman, Craig Rive, had a shoulder issue, I believe, at the time. And so there was a bunch of these guys that were injured and I was kind of helping them re return, skating them and um you know, we, there was a lot of camaraderie around that. And as Shelley talked about it in his podcast, you know, just recognizing what Saku had gone through. There was one point when he came home at Christmas and came to visit us at Christmas. And he was, you know, shell of himself, head shaved, uh, 
you know, you really weren't sure if this guy was going to play again. And, you know, he was right in the middle of chemo and everything else that was going on and managing that and put a smile on his face. And I remember him coming back and us working together in the gym to get him, to get him going again and skate and everything else that came with that. And I'll always remember him, you know, the game when he, when he came back and the crowd was, you know, it was incredible. Um, and I tell this story and I reflect back on what Shelly talked about because Sheldon talked a lot with me about uh, both on and off, um, you know, camera, so to speak, um, about the way the, the, the game works and, and being a hockey player and this kind of sense that you just – you come to do battle. Um, you you suck it up because on one side potentially you could lose your job if you don't play, and on the other side it's just a common understanding that you don't talk about the pain you're in or the challenges you're having or the stress you're having or any of the things that are necessarily impacting on you with your teammates, and so fundamentally the closest people you have in your life you can't really talk to about the things that are going on in your life and you have to eat all of that and I don't know that that's necessarily exclusive to um, professional athletes Uh, one thing I, I wanted to say it's kind of a sidebar to this conversation so to speak is um I think sometimes we put way too much pressure on Uh, professional athletes especially when they're young to be something they you know can't be if we look back and say to ourselves what would I have done when I was 18 or 19 if somebody given me a multi-million dollar contract and you know just released me um, revered me and everybody around me revered me you know thought I was the the cat's meow um, and I could kind of do no wrong, so to speak. Um, you got to wonder how all of us would manage that. And on top of that, then you start to acquire friends and people who want a part of your life. And you don't know whether they want to be a part of your life because of who you are as a human being or what you are as a human being. And most of the time, I would say probably 99% of the time, it's because of what you are and not who you are. And that's unfortunate. And so these guys and gals are um, in a place where they don't really trust anybody. Um, They're not really sure what people's reason is for being in their, in their circle of influence Uh, They have a lot of money. They have a lot of uh, time. Their world is kind of constructed for them. And as Shelley talks about, you know, then you go through these difficult times and periods, um, renegotiating contracts and everything else. And, and then your, and then your career ends and you don't really have a chance to talk about it. You don't talk about it while you're in it because that's kind of a faux pas. And then you finish and, and all of a sudden you're alone and, and, all the accolades are no longer there. There's still money if you've if you've managed it well. In some cases, it hasn't been managed well, and and so you're left in a very strange place. And and as Shelley talks about in in his life, you know, unfortunately, um, the prescription drugs got the best of him, and he had to learn more about himself. But I tell this story because 
you know, even though that is their reality, I think at the same time, all of us are challenged by this idea that, you know, do we have somebody to talk to? Um, are we comfortable being um, vulnerable with other people and letting people know that we're struggling? And and is there actually a functional reward for that? You know, I can look at my job and, you know, if I came in and talked about the challenges I was going through in my divorce or with things that happened in my day-to-day, there wasn't a lot of um, bandwidth for that. You know, it was suck it up. Um, show up, be there, be first in, last out. Um, don't don't complain about what your circumstances are. Uh, you you know the athletes are the the focal point. Uh, you can't be a distraction. Uh, you have to just show up and get the work done. And so, I reflect back on the things I was going through. Uh, you know, I was separating from my wife for uh, all kinds of things that were going on in my world. Um, I you know I had a car accident. I can always remember the day I had my car accident, and and I, you know, I was stuck. I was going to work, and and now I was in this accident. I wasn't going to get to work on time, which meant I wasn't going to be there for practice. And, you know, I ended up getting there maybe an hour and a half after practice had started. And, you know, the looks I got from the staff being an hour and a half late, there wasn't this sense of empathy for and compassion for the fact that I just totaled my car uh, or, or that I might have been injured. It was, you know, <laughs> where were you? So this is kind of the culture sometimes in sport performance, uh, and in life performance that we deal with a lot, there's, we'd like to think that there's, um, you know, that there's compassion and consideration in our, in our workplace or, uh, in our, in, in, amongst our friends and things, but uh, ultimately it's, it's a challenge to find sometimes. And, um, that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And it doesn't mean that there's lots of good people who aren't supporting us and the things that we do, but we have to cultivate that. And what I recognized, uh, later in my life was that I had to champion uh, my mindset, my strategy for, um, you know, talking to the people who mattered to me and, and letting them in on what was going on. And I had to find strategies and ways through journaling or, um, you know, going out and hiking and, and just having moments of thought where I could sort of work through the things that were going on in me, but I had to find strategies and, and, and create mechanisms for, for dealing with the things that I was going through. And I think we all struggle with that. And I just wanted to do this podcast to just talk about the fact that this is not unusual, that you're not alone, that we all are challenged by these things. And, uh, you know, the best thing we can do is create infrastructure and strategies and process so that we are not just reacting, but we're proactively managing the things that are going on in our lives and have support systems and connect with people who do care and have people who do care in your life. So I uh, wanted to share that with you um, on this week of uh, Bell Let's Talk. I think it was kind of poignant and hopefully it's been valuable for you and uh, wish you all the best and we'll see you again next Sunday. Thanks for joining us today on Leave Your Mark. I hope we've left a mark on you today and we wish only that you pay it forward by sharing this story taking the time to rate and comment on this podcast. 
Please follow us at Twitter at Built by Scott and Instagram at King O'Pain and become a member of this community at Scott G. Livingston on Facebook. Have a great day. Music by Cedric de Saint-Rome.